This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. 910 The Fan in Richmond, Virginia. And we're streaming live on the Odyssey app. You can take us on the go wherever you may be. You can also watch us on the Monumental Sports Network. Presented by Crop Metcalf, the official heating and cooling company. The Junks looking to be their next Five-star HVAC technician or plumber. Just visit CropMetcalf.com to join their team. I'm John Paul Flame, joined by Eric Bickle, Johnny Cake Sawville, and Jason Bishop. Game Show Wednesday, we'll play some Junkerty coming up at 720 for a chance to win Wiz tickets, Caps tickets, Chris Stapleton tickets, and more. But joining us right now is the head coach of your Washington Capitals, Spencer Carberry. Joins us every week at this time. He's brought to you by the Centers for Advanced Orthopedics. More physicians, more locations, more advanced care centered around one thing. You visit CFAOrtho.com. I believe right. Drab's uh, putting him on hold as we speak. Got you. I believe he's Absolutely. there now. If he's there. Coach? How are we doing? Hey, good. How are you, my friend? Very good, thank you. Coach, I know you're a dedicated runner. <clears throat> Do you mm-hmm. run in the rain? Ooh, good question. Treadmill this time of year. Treadmill. Like every single day. I'm like, what's well, a 50 degree day? You're like, oh, it's kind of nice out. Maybe I dabble. Yep. Outside for sure. Okay. Okay, good. But you're, And you knock it out right when you get up? I try to. When I go outside, I try to wait for it to get light out. Um, just when it, uh, you know, it starts to get light, just for safety reasons on the road. Right. Don't want to be a road pizza. On the, uh, on the treadmill, <laughs> are you a flat guy or an incline guy? Uh, flat. Full on flat. I think, I think, I think if you really run fast, you yeah. got to be flat. Yeah, it's probably smart. I mean, incline, it's going to mess your shins up. Yeah. It's going to really. Some people do it at one degree. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, you burn a little more calories. He's flat. So, Coach, uh, Carly, it's been a rock for the Caps. He pots the game winner with under a minute to go in the win over the Kings. He leads the team and assists. Was with that the 20. bomb from afar? That one, that game winner? I believe so. Yeah. Coach can correct yeah. me if I'm yeah. wrong. Uh, leads the Caps in assists with 20. It's kind of weird for me to see him leading that category. Anybody other than Nick Backstrom leading it. Uh, but he leads. So Captain America, John Carlson, getting it done at 33 tender years of age. Good for him. Yeah, and it's been good to see him get rewarded um, production-wise because he, he's been a rock for us all year playing huge minutes every situation and for for a long stretch there he sort of um it wasn't going in for him whether it was goals or or um 
assists. Like it, it just seemed like he um, it, it wasn't falling his way. And sometimes that happens, especially for defensemen for a certain period of time. But now to see him being rewarded offensively, gets the big goal on the power play the other night, big shot up top, and then the game winner, um, picking up some points along the way. And, you know, it, it helps those guys when they get rewarded production-wise because it's no secret. Like, they want to, you know, do well offensively and, and put up some decent numbers. So it's good to see him get rewarded. So in that same Kings game, you see some pretty immediate dividends when you shuffle your top line at the, basically the midpoint of that game. Yeah. You rolled out an OV Stromer, and Pacioretty line pays off with a goal by Strom to even that game at two. Yeah, just sort of went on a hunch there and, and felt like we needed to change the mix up a little bit. And uh, fortunately, they, they scored right away on their first shift together, so we just stayed with that for the rest of the game. And I thought they were they were effective. Patch was was better again, and you, you could see his um, presence slash impact on the game as it, as it moved along and was winning a ton of pucks down low in the offensive zone for check pucks. And so that line had some chemistry. We'll see if we go with it. Moving forward, if we get Osh back, it might change our our um, sort of mix a little bit. So we'll, we'll take a peek at that. So Patch's speech after that Kings win in the locker room, you could tell <laughs> that that dude is thankful to be back on the ice after some real adversity, dealing with not one but two Achilles injuries uh, that have kept him off the ice for most of the last two seasons. You could tell the guys in the, lo- in the locker room were, were paying attention to that speech. Yeah, and and – it's, you don't, I mean, you know, okay, so you go through injuries and you rehab and you think, you know, it's probably long, but when you actually think about what he's gone through from a rehab and the thousands of hours that he's put in um, every day without, what, well, the hard thing about injuries, especially when you have them back-to-back, like Patch is, it's the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, those are significant injuries where you miss so much time, so you're just, sitting there rehabbing, rehabbing, and saying, okay, I'm going to play in six months. Like, the, the end goal is so far. And so he's had a lot of time to reflect and think about his career as as 35-year-old. Or, um, and, and it's just, you could see the emotion and how much it meant to him back playing in, in the National Hockey League and, and um, not taking a second of it for granted. Coach Carberry, we have Dylan Strom on the show every week, and I know the All-Star game is coming up. The fan vote. Should Dylan Strome be an all-star? I think so. I think he's got um, as good an argument as anybody. I know everybody's kind of biased to their home hometown players. But for me, the way that I look at it is Stromer, yeah, if you stack them up point production-wise against the, the rest of the league and you go down who hasn't been named an all-star, you, you're going to go buy him for sure. But what I think is important to, to take into account is if you look at him in relation to our team and, and percentage of goals he scored, we, we don't score a lot of goals. So it's not really fair to, to stack him up against Willie Nylander from the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like that's, it's not a um, fair comparison based on the production. And so I just think what Stromer's done this year for our team and the production and the goals and the big goals that he scored, he's as deserving as, as anyone to be an all-star with the impact that he's had on, um, on our team. And it's also, you know, we're, we're, we're sitting pretty good. Like we've had a good start to the year and we've, we've won some games. So I think that speaks to it as well of Stromer's impact in a positive way in the league. 
So, Coach, good news yesterday. Charlie Lindgren activated from the IR. He's been out since late December, since December 29th. And that guy's numbers, they just jump out at you. Goals against 2.27, fifth in the league. Save percentage at 9.28, third in the league. He's already got two shutouts. He's 7-3 and 3. So that had to be welcome news that he's going to be back in the mix. And you take a little bit off of Kemp's plate and get uh, get Lindgren back in net. Yeah, that's um, that's big for us, and uh, to get him back into the mix and dressing for games, and hopefully he just sort of um, hits the ground running with with playing the way that he was uh, before the injury. And so I think it gives us that, you know, what we've envisioned all year, and it's been there for you know short spurts. But with both guys getting a little bit nicked up, I feel like we haven't had a long stretch of both guys uh, being available and and playing at a high level. Kemp's did a great job. Uh, the other night, so so there's a good. He's feeling good about his game, and and we'll get Chucky up and running, and hopefully we can get both those guys playing at a real high level. Coach, not on this team right now. You guys drafted Ryan Leonard with the number eight pick. He was playing in the World Juniors where the USA beat Sweden for the gold medal. How much do you monitor those guys, and when would fans expect Ryan Leonard and Ryan Chesley and these prospects to be on the scene here in Washington? Yeah, we followed it pretty closely. Watched um, watched the games um, and, and sort of followed those guys, and and it was a, a pretty impressive run that that TUSA went on. And those guys have having a having a pretty large impact too. Like you always, you know, just making the team is is phenomenal for young prospects inside your organization. And playing games is is another notch. And then when you're playing in those games against the best kids of your age in the world and now you're having a, a impact whether it's um you know playing big minutes or or producing offensively or in a checking role and, and both those guys um played significant roles in, in on a gold medal team which is was great to see as far as timing in that i i stay out of that and leave that to brian McClellan. but um you know I, ho- hopefully um when they're ready and and they are uh want to join the organization and all that stuff works out, we'll be happy to have them. Coach, I, <clears throat> I brought my wife and daughters to the game on Friday night against Carolina, and <clears throat> you guys obviously Sorry got off to <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Well, you guys got off to a great start. It's 2 nothing. I think Stromer scored in that game, too. Mm-hmm. Um, from Ovi. From right? Ovi, yeah. 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 And, it was a great pass. And, you know, it was kind of a late-arriving crowd, but it got kind of crowded, and it was there was a lot of energy And then uh, you know for a Friday night. And then all of a sudden the wheels fell Just off. fell apart. Um, and then on Sunday you play an afternoon game, you know, battling the NFL, and you guys win that game against a good team, against the Kings. So kind of just talk about the difference that you saw from the team in the you know second and third periods of the Carolina game versus what you saw Sunday against a good team just a couple days later. Yeah, I, I thought those were uh, probably two ends of the spectrum for us, and I thought it was a, a really important – response on Sunday and a good blueprint for what it has to look like consistently moving forward on Sunday. Friday, um, even though we had the lead in that game, I, I just thought the entire game, um, not not from an execution and, and puck place, I, I just didn't feel like we ha- we, we weren't um, – it just wasn't good. It, it wasn't good. Was it an effort the, thing? Was it an effort thing? No, it's oh. not effort. It's 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 more of just mentally being completely engaged. Like the work for our group, we 
for the most part, I give them a lot of credit. Like we compete hard and we work um, and we make the opposition have to earn what they get. But when we're not mentally engaged and, and making reads and communicating and flying on and off the bench, um, it, it's just a mental thing. We have to be in it every second of every game. That's that's the way our team uh, has success. And so, well, also dumb hard. penalties, it, right? Yeah, they're just it, it wasn't good. And yeah. so, we, it's it's a it's a grind. This league, and as you guys know, eighty-two games travel. That was the end of a three and four where we'd gone to Pitt, played at home against New Jersey, day off, then play Carolina, like three really good teams, and it's hard, but. Mm-hmm. Winning in this league and being a playoff team is hard. And so that's what it takes every single night for, especially for us, you know, that, that can't, um, you know, we, we just can't cruise through games. And so that um, was a good lesson for us on Friday. Guys um, did a real good job of, of uh, responding on Sunday. And now that just has to be as consistent as we possibly can, especially coming in these last three months as it's going to be um, a fight to the finisher. But so let me ask you kind of an introspective kind of question. When I, you know, we have you on every week and it's awesome. And I watch you, you know, from afar and I go, this guy's a stud. This guy's going to be a great coach for a long time. And he's a fire. I'll be honest. He's a fiery guy. I know. And you look so pissed off, but you also look so clean and well shaped, like well groomed. Yeah. Unlike us. How comfortable are you in your own skin as a head coach in the NHL? Right, even you though you're, go around. Yeah. yeah, like a younger guy, like you know, <laughs> you got all these veterans. Here you are in the grind. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, are you fully comfortable in your own skin right now? And like, this is you know, this is you. This is your identity, and you you got no problem laying into Tom Wilson if you have to, or saying something to Ovi. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I just um, I try to be myself. And sometimes it, it works out well. Other times I look foolish and I, I, um, I try to like, I just try to be myself. And the one thing that I've always um, just believe in, and it's probably the core of who I am as a person and who I am as a coach is um, put other people in front of yourself. So put, so care about genuine humans and other people and whether that's tom wilson Mm -hmm. or whether that's our zamboni driver here at at medstar Mm -hmm. care about other people and think about other people and so when you're being yourself and honest or you got to talk to tom wilson or you got to give a difficult Mm -hmm. message to oh um as long as they know it's coming from a place of love and that i care about them and i want to see them be successful and i want our team to be successful I, i find that people are okay with difficult messages and sometimes you know it being uncomfortable but they go well carbs genuinely cares about my well-being so he's telling me this because he wants me to see the best mm-hmm. and he wants me to be my best so i i appreciate that and so when you come off a game like that carolina game because my daughter was actually at that game also so i was keenly Watching that Tell game. Tell her I apologize. No, it's well. all good. Yeah. A lot of apologizing, Coach. Actually, it might have been my son at that one. It was, it was your back. son. It you was my son. son. Yeah, yeah. Um, so <clears throat> when you get back in a locker room after a game like that where it just kind of falls apart, what is what is your response? Like, do you go nuts? Do you, like, kick a cooler? Um, so normally I need to take a timeout and just um, – I, I don't – when we lose, I've always had a policy – a self-instituted policy of um, not addressing the team because 
I learned very early on, you, you can't take back things that you say uh, in those moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think for me, I've always tried to be very well articulated and thought out. And so sometimes when you go through those games and then you go back through the film, um, I found early on, I was like, ah, you know, it actually wasn't the way that I thought it was. And mm. I said X, Y, Z. Right. And, and now you're, 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 you're backpedaling. So I've always felt like, okay, just relax. You know, things didn't go well tonight. Look at the film and then deliver a message of, hey, this wasn't good at all. Here's why. This is unacceptable. Or maybe, you know what, guys? It wasn't as bad as, as the score um, showed. Mm. The other night is um, one of the exceptions where <laughs> sometimes when, when things don't go your way or when they go well, I'll always talk to the team after we win, but sometimes when they don't go well and we lose, it's important to deliver a message. Sometimes it's, hey, we lost tonight. Love what we did tonight. Love all the things. Process was right. Uh, Just didn't happen for us on the scoreboard. Continue to do those things, and we'll get results. Mm -hmm. See you later. Enjoy your day off. We'll see you practice Mm -hmm. tomorrow, whatever it is. um, Last game was a little bit of a different message that I felt need to be uh, delivered, and I'll I'll leave it at that. I would agree. <laughs> I would agree. All right, last thing before we let you go, uh, two of the hottest teams in the league are Edmonton, who've won eight straight, mm-hmm. and your next opponent, the Kraken, the Crackers. Yep. <laughs> you play yeah. Seattle tomorrow, um, who've won seven straight. So talk to me about Seattle. Yeah. Why are they? So, you know how hard it is to win seven straight games in the hockey. I mean, and uh, the oh, Kraken's yeah. goalie's been on fire too. Decord's been just lights out. <clears throat> Yeah, and so he, um, I think they've got points in 11 straight too. So I watched a bit of last night against Buffalo. Um, and, and you know what's funny about um, their goaltender, not funny but ironic, is, is Joey Decord is the goaltender that now has sort of hit his stride. Uh, Grubauer, who we all know is um, is banged up for them. So Joey Decord comes up from the HL. He's the goalie that the Hershey Bears played in the Calder Cup Finals oh. last year. It was Hunter Shepard versus Joey Decord for Coachella Valley, um, which was a which was a battle that I, I watched the series and and so it's um, yeah we know a lot about him. He's he's done a phenomenal job in the minors and now has stepped in at the NHL level and and played really well. That they're a really uh, the best probably way to describe them is I feel like they're very well rounded, like top to bottom. Um, consistent through four lines, 6D. There, there's not a lot of weaknesses. It's just steady from everywhere inside of their lineup, and they're getting excellent goaltending, so that makes for a, uh, a dangerous opponent. You can see why they're having so much success. Coach, mm-hmm. best of luck. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, sounds good. Thank yeah. you, right, Thanks, Coach. Coach Spencer Carberry brought to you by the Centers for Advanced Orthopedics. More physicians, more locations, more advanced care centered around one thing you visit cfaortho.com coming up next give you a chance to win some caps tickets we also have wizards tickets chris stapleton tickets we will play junkerty on a game show wednesday you can call in now to play at 800-636-1067 welcome back worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980. EB asked me to put up a poll yesterday. We never really talked about it. And just want to give you the results. It was about Kirk Cousins. Oh. Yeah, I don't think people want Kirk. Would you be in favor of bringing back Kirk Cousins? About 2,000 votes. 62% no. Yeah. All right, so 60-40. Fan base doesn't really want Kirk. People want, they just want, they want to hit on a young silly. Yeah. New shiny toy. Yeah. They want to look better than Look, if Cousins was 31-32, didn't have a, coming off a big injury. Yeah. Maybe, but he's 36, going to be 37. I can understand the hesitation there from the fan base. All right, let's get to the callers on a game show Wednesday. It's brought to you by MGM National Harbor's Poker Room. They have not one, but two $6,000 guaranteed tournaments running in the room today. One at 11.15, one at 7.15 p.m. Going to play Junkerty. We'll put up two contestants, one category with three mm-hmm. questions. Whoever emerges the victor will win the prize. We've got Caps tickets, Wizards tickets, Chris Stapleton tickets. Who are our first two contestants? All right, let's go to Tim in Noakesville. Hey, Tim. Hey, good morning, guys. Hello, Tim. Hey, buddy. And let's go to Eddie in Centerville. Hey, Eddie. Uh, good morning, guys. Hello, morning, Eddie. Buddy. All right, boys, here's the rule. I will give you a category. we got a one-pointer, a three-pointer, and a five-pointer. But the way you seize control of the board is by saying your name if you know the answer on the jump ball, okay? All right. The category is name the actor. This actor who's jacked plays Aquaman. Uh, uh, Eddie. Eddie? Jason Momoa. Yes, that's one point for Eddie. Tim, you're going to have to sit it. on the sideline. Eddie has control. All right. <clears throat> Three-pointer. The Iron Claw is out right now. It's a wrestling movie, and it stars this actor who was also a child star. But depressing. <laughs> Can you name the actor? Zach Efron? Yes. Good job. That is correct. Right, you got Eddie's three points. Eddie's up 4-0. This is depressing? a five-pointer. <laughs> Go watch it. <laughs> he said it's very depressing. It's just so. about fa- there's just family tragedy all just um, all all the way around. Right, the so Von Eric family. Yes, the Von oh, Eric family. Died. So hold right. on, so it's four nothing, Eddie. Four nothing, but this Ed, is a five pointer. Eddie's smoking him. All right, uh, Eddie. This actor, who has been linked with Kylie Jenner, plays Willy Wonka in the prequel Wonka. Uh, uh, Timothy Sh- 
uh, Timothy uh, Shamalaya. Shamalaya. I don't give it to him. <laughs> Wilson, we knew who you were going for. Nice job, for. Eddie. Stay on the line. We're going to hook you up with uh, two tickets to see the Wizards game Saturday, January 20th versus the Spurs. You get to oh, see Wemby. Wemby. It's basketball day in the DMV, and the Wizards are going to be celebrating the importance of youth basketball throughout the night. For tickets and the complete Wizards schedule, visit thefandc.com slash events. Hmm. That was impressive by Eddie. He That's ran the category. Right, I would next? have only gotten one of them. He didn't know Chalamet's last name, but he was close. He was close. I have no enough. idea that guy is. Who are our next two contestants? Um, I don't know. All right, so is Eddie on hold? Yeah, I think he put him on hold. He is? Okay. Um, all right, let's go to Matt. Hey, buddy. And hey, let's go to Lenny. Hey, Lenny. Hey, guys. Hey, hey pal. Matt versus Lenny. You start with the jump ball. Jason, why don't you go with your category? All right. This is NFL playoffs. Shocker, sports-related. Of course it is. Um, if you know it, say your name. First question. What's the first game of the NFL Super Wild Card Weekend? Matt. Lenny. Matt's, Matt's in. in. Matt. Uh, that is the Texans-Browns. Correct, Amundo. That's a uh, 4.30 NBC start on Saturday, Mr. Bickle. All right, All right, Matt, you got control of the board. Lenny, you got to wait for him to make a mistake. All right, Matt, um, gambling question here. What's the biggest fan duel spread in this weekend's six games? Who, who, it's a 10-point spread. Oh, man, I have to go Bill Steelers. Winner. This guy He's knows up four Nice job. All right. I might still... have gone Cowboys. What are, what's the favor? What are the Cowboys favored by? Mm, uh, let's see. Hold on. Hold on. I got it right here. Cowboys f- favored by seven and a half. Oh. Uh, all right. So you are up four nothing, Matt, and this is worth five. This is yep. a little tougher. Um, out of all the starting quarterbacks this weekend, it's kind of surprising. Who was the lowest drafted out of all of them? And I'll give you a hint. It was in the fourth round. Uh, I would say Mason. Aim. Flacco. Sorry, (laughs) Matt. You're a winner. The answer is Mr. Bickle. Dak. Dak Prescott. He was a fourth rounder. Mason Rudolph was. He would have heard it. Mason Rudolph was a third round pick. Hey, Matt. We'll hook you up with some tickets to go see the Capitals Tuesday, January sixteenth, the Capital One Arena versus the Ducks. For tickets and the complete capital schedule, visit thefandc.com slash events, courtesy of the Washington Capitals. All right, we have two pair of tickets for Chris Stapleton left. Who's up? All right, let's go to David in Silver Spring and Chris. Christopher. Christopher. Chris in Herndon. Hey, bud. Good morning, fellas. What's up, boys? All right, same deal. Say your name to get control of the board. We start with the jump ball. Your category Celebrity couples. David and Chris. She's Blake Shelton's current wife. She's like she? Chris. Chris? Is it Gwen Stefani? Yes. They might be on the rock, so. Oh, it's rocky. It could be. (laughs) They are are currently married. (laughs) They're currently married. That's why I said current wife. I think they celebrate the holidays separately. I don't know what's going on. Oh, boy. (laughs) All right, Chris, you got control of the board. You're up one zippy on David. David, you got to wait patiently. All right. Uh, She's married to Ryan Reynolds, the actor. Hottie. Smoking hottie. He's definitely in the town. Zippy chance. 
She's a hottie. No idea. All right, David, you got a chance to steal the three-pointer. Married to actor Ryan Reynolds. Celebrity couple. Reynolds. Hmm. Kardashian. Oh. Kim Kardashian. <laughs> no, you just say Kardashian. All right, Chris, it's uh, Blake Lively, the actress. Uh, Chris, you're up one zippy. Uh, back to you. This is the five-pointer. Nicole Kidman's husband. So actress oh. Nicole Kidman is married to this country star. He's married to Chris, Chris Farley's doppelganger. <laughs> Chris, do you know? I'm spacing them. No chance. All right, David, you have a chance to steal and win. I can picture him, but I can't tell. T- you're finished. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't have a clue. You ever heard of Keith Urban? Keith Urban. Oh, yeah. Hey, like, Chris, stay on like the line. Like I said, I can picture him. I just couldn't pull his name. Chris, you get tickets to Chris Stapleton's All-American Roadshow Friday, mm-hmm. June 7th at Jiffy Lube Live. Tickets are on sale now. For tickets and more event info, visit thefandc.com slash events. It's courtesy of Live Nation. All right, we got two more contestants. What yeah, do you give away here? I put people on Same, hold. Chris Stapleton tickets. Staples. Oh, Keith, the, the prize pig from Laurel calling in. All right. Big surprise. Hello. Hey, Keith. Hello, boys. Hey, Hello, buddy. Keith, boys. Keith and hey, Laurel. Boys. Hey, what's up? And who will he be facing? Uh, Pat. Pat, what's up, buddy? How's it going, Junk? Hello, Pat. All right, Pat, same deal. We start with the jump ball. Say your name to get control of the board. The category is revenge games. I'm going to give you the matchup. You have to give me the revenge angle. Love okay? it. Okay? Uh, this weekend, the Dolphins are at the Chiefs in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Can you give me the revenge angle? Hmm. No clue. Oh, yeah. That's easy. You guys don't know what the revenge game that's, narrative that, is? That's easy. Yeah. Are you guys Keith even alive? Curse. Don't curse. Come on. <laughs> All right. Same deal. Jump ball for Keith and Pat. This weekend, the Green Bay Packers are at the Dallas Cowboys. Give me the revenge narrative. Keith. Keith? The coach of the Cowboys came from the Packers. Yes. That's right. Mike McCarthy. Yep. That big yinzer. All right. Three zippy. And you have control. (laughs) Keith, you can win this and close it out with the five-pointer. Uh, the Rams are at the Lions. Give me the revenge narrative. Oh. Softball. The quarterback, the quarterback switch from the two the teams. There you go. Good job. It's double revenge it game. It is a double revenge oh, game. Uh, Keith, you're going to the Chris Stapleton Show. Coming up, the All-American Road Show, Friday, June 7th at Jiffy Lube Live. Tickets on sale now for tickets and more event info. Visit thefandc.com slash events. That's courtesy of Live Nation. Hey, do you think the guy who um, dropped the pass for the Colts, do you, th- you think he's over it now? Goodson? No, no. No, no, He no, thinks about not. it every single night. I will night. say it, he should have caught it, but it was a bad pass. It wasn't the best pass. But he threw it behind it's him. catchable. He should have caught it. But Game on the line. I think he kind of had to throw it behind him because the defensive end was jumping up. So if he threw it, if he led him too much, it would have been a deflected pass. I don't know if you lead him that much, but. He, I mean, he threw it. He could back have here. lobbed it though. He threw it back. You here. also could have had Jonathan Taylor in the game, yeah, and called a different play. That's on true. Fourth and one. That said, it hit the guy in the hands. Understood. It did. He should have caught the catch. it. No, but he's. I mean, how many 
catches did Goodson have during the regular season? Can't be a lot. Had I think I it was under ten. It was yeah. definitely under ten. Yeah. I, mean, I want to say I heard him say it was four. That's bad play been calling. Yeah. Personnel wise and and play it was calling. An awful pass. It was an awful pass. I think it was too. Awful. He shouldn't have had it. It was it, an you, awful pass. He could have. He could have led him a little bit in there. He, I mean, it was a it was a bullet uh, on his back hip. Mm-hmm. The defensive guys. The defensive guy wasn't as close as you think. Are you looking for the best seat in the house or in your office, maybe even your home office? It's time to ditch that beater chair that you have. I see a few of them in this studio for a new one before you're riding the bench. With a back injury, look no further than PVI Office Furniture. They're in Frederick, Maryland. PVI has a huge selection of furniture. Be sure to visit their showroom on Monroe Avenue in Frederick. At PVI, you can expect triple play service that's fast, affordable, and customer-focused. Hit a home run with PVI. Visit PVIPVI.com. That's PVIPVI.com. Business grows with PVI. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. So on yesterday's show, we spent a lot of time talking about who the commanders were looking at to be their next head coach. And the list includes five defensive coordinators and a couple of offensive coordinators. Ben Johnson seems to be the guy who the fan base wants, but it's also uh, Slowick, who's the offensive coordinator for the Houston Texans. And then on the defensive side, it ranges from Raheem Morris to Aaron Glenn, who's a defensive coordinator for the Lions, to Dan Quinn, who's coached before. And we went through all of that. Somebody who wasn't on the list yesterday is Mike Vrabel, who was let go by the Titans. He coached in Tennessee for six seasons, three times took them to the playoffs, including one appearance in the AFC championship game, won two AFC South titles, finished with a 54-45 and record. Should Mike Vrabel be at the top of the list? If you want to chime in, you can call us at 800-636-1067. I don't know if he's at the top of the list, but he's definitely going to garner consideration, I would think, by the commanders. Like, How would I'm, you feel if Mike Vrabel, if, you got, if, if it was announced today, mm-hmm. the commanders have hired Mike Vrabel as the next head coach, would you feel excited? Would you be, like, lukewarm? Would you be I like Mike indifferent? Or would you be disappointed? Give you four choices. Indifferent, yeah. I would be disappointed, ex- no. lukewarm, excited. I think I fall on lukewarm. I just don't think Mike <laughs> Vrabel is – there's nothing exciting about his coaching style. I mean, he, he smacks of winning games 21-17 to 17 and their defensive struggles and uh, running slugfests. 
But part of that I mean, true, based on personnel. Yeah. True. I mean, if now, you had Derrick Henry, you're you going to run then the ball. You would do that. You yeah. would, that would be your main. Uh, under, underscore the word in Cakes's sentence that he just glossed over. Yes. Winning. Yeah, he's winning a games. Right. right. 21-17. You're winning, but you're kind of, you're kind of I, winning ugly. I he didn't win many games I, the last two seasons. Bobby, sorry. I like style points. I like, I like Cakes win, is just, I like it's, unbel- it's unbelievable how much Cakes is just. Uh, well, fantasy's ruined his life. I, yes, it Not has. Ruined, it really it has. Just, it, I, I approach things through a different lens. It's. Yeah. It's. Winning seventeen to sixteen doesn't tickle cakes I just at all. Think that you that's need a, to put I up. I think that's a dinosaur. That's cakes, like, cakes would rather lose thirty-one thirty than win seventeen. I think that's 16. a Ron Rivera ask. It's it's too close to what you're you're already parting from with Ron Rivera. Why? Because it's just I just he's a like winner. It. I like what, a defensive to like style, old school defensive style linebacker, style. <laughs> defensive yeah. guy. Yeah, it's just I, that's what that's what. Cakes would rather lose thirty-one thirty than win seventeen sixty. No, no, yeah, but rather, that almost never happens because win. look, the top scoring teams in the league. Tell me where they are. Top scoring team: Dallas Cowboys, Miami Dolphins, San Francisco 49ers, yeah, Baltimore Ravens, Detroit Lions. Right. I mean, you, you got Buffalo Bills. Keep going down the list: Eagles, Rams. The first team that didn't make the playoffs in the top ten is the Saints, <laughs> and they just barely missed the playoffs. All right, so. Out of the top ten scoring teams in the league, nine of them are in the playoffs. Saints lost what via tiebreaker. I almost think yes. Vrabel is a one-trick pony. Like he, or no, they lost. They would have been in if Tampa lost. If Vrabel, Tampa lost here's yeah. what Vrabel did. He squeezed every last drop he could have, as he should, out of Derrick Henry. Outside of that, what did he really do with the Titans? He had Ryan Tannehill. Okay. I mean, come on. Can you make Sleep Ryan Will Levis? He, can you possibly try to make him he, better? He can you went, develop that person? Well, they tried. He was probably he probably topped out. I mean, you saw Tannehill play. Well, no, they had I'm one year where they were you're awesome. You're asking though. me how I feel and, about Vrabel. I'd be lukewarm. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be like leading a parade that Mike Vrabel is taking over the NFL team. I feel like lukewarm's fair. I, mean, I, I think that's where I'd fall. Lukewarm. A lot of, of these offensive choices, coordinators that get jobs, they ain't great. You know, some of them under, are good. Understood. Some of them are duds. Some I of get them that. Are, they just miss. So where you'd fall in excited category? I, I would like Mike Vrabel. Yeah. <laughs> I think Mike Vrabel's a great coach. He's proven. He's a really good coach. I don't know if he's great. I, I, I concur with Cakes. It feels Ron Rivera. I don't think there's one thing that's exciting about Mike Vrabel. Especially he's given good. the last he's two just, seasons. He's he's better think, than good, but he's. All right, but there's only one guy on your list. Oh, yeah, untrue. Who, who else? Who else are you excited about? Any I'm ex- offensive I'm excited guy. about a young. Why is Bobby Slowick exciting to you? I just feel like that guy. He's is, so unproven. Understood, but unproven. He, you know, he proved something with a, a number two pick by leading them to the playoffs in his rookie year. That shows me something. Well, the number two pick has something to do with it too. He's uh, pretty talented. Definitely. I'd be I, excited for Harbaugh. Well, obviously, but Harbaugh is not coming here. You wouldn't be excited for Johnson? Not like, really. Johnson's arguably the the bell of the ball. Like he's the one. I know it's Ben Johnson. I, I'd be lukewarm on him. Vrabel, Vrabel brings something that that this franchise has lacked for years. It feels like this this gritty. You know what I mean? Just scratch and claw every single play type coach. I also feel like like uber prepared. I can remember yeah. games where like. He was like totally like out games me out gaming yeah. the other coaches, you know, with challenges and he manipulating seems, the rules. He seems very cutting edge when it comes to that stuff. I feel yeah. Players players will run through a wall for him. Like I don't I don't think it's fair to compare him to like Sleepy Ron. You know, like I think Ron. Mike Vrabel's gonna get a job in yeah. twenty seconds. Vrabel's oh, not disinterested. No, no, no. You know, called like, him Sleepy Ron four years ago. Okay, but turns out that's what he is. 
I understand that. But when Ron came here, th- his reputation and record were very similar to Mike Vrabel. I, except that he probably had a better resume just because he'd been to a Super Bowl. Yeah, but he had only won three season, three winning seasons out of nine. Okay. Well, Vrabel's, it's a much, it's a what, much three for six yeah. or four for six. I think three four, for six, three for six. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think he's better. I think he's more cutting edge. I like I like Vrabel. Locked in. I like him. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I I'm like not, him. I'm not saying okay. he would be in this instance would be my number one choice. I just think he's a, a great coach, a winner, and I think he'll be successful wherever he I goes. I almost want a guy who's been there, done that before, even though he hasn't gone to a Super Bowl, but and it's a small sample size, six years, than a guy who is, you know, Bennett, whatever team for a couple of years, offensive coordinator. Okay, the offense is good, but he's got really good players. But like, look at Staley. I, Everybody for, loved him because he was like a. He was an analytics guy, right? Yeah. Wasn't that his whole deal? He was, he was all a defensive the, coordinator. Yeah, but he was all about the analytics. Yeah, and, no, he was and going it for it on every fourth face. down. The guy was a disaster. Yeah, but yeah, again, but you but, that, but you also have to have the personnel. Slowick is an analytics Absolutely. guy, and he's he's a rising star, and he's not like thirty six. Not to say that analytics shouldn't be a part of it, but I don't think it should be all. Everything. No, it shouldn't be everything. Like I love the fact I don't know if we even talked about this, but the the other day or maybe two weeks ago or so, like. Andy Reid kicked five field goals. Mm-hmm. It was the difference in the game. Yeah, He wasn't going for it haphazardly on every fourth down just because they were across the 50, like every other coach in the league does. Right. Um, I don't know. Jason, who do you prefer, though? Because you're a Quinn guy, too. So let me give you choices of retreads. The, the retreads that they are interviewing or potentially interviewing. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Quinn. You've got Dan Quinn, defensive mm-hmm. coordinator of the Cowboys, who coached with the Falcons. You have Raheem Morris, He's defense creator the of the Rams, who coached with the Buccaneers and was acting interim guy for a while. Yeah, um, and then you've got Vrabel. I go stack Quinn him. slightly above Vrabel. I like Dan Quinn. Quinn to me totally smacks of Ron Salisbury connection there. Personal biases. So that is, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think that's fair about Quinn. Quinn has been very successful in his three NFL stops. I mean, he he was a DC on one of the greatest defenses in the last 20 years in the Seahawks. Yep. Then he went to the Falcons, took the Atlanta Falcons to the Super Bowl, and then he completely rebuilt the Cowboys' defense. Ron took the Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl. Yeah. He, yeah, the number one, one. I, just, I just listed three no, teams. No, he didn't. Cam did. Yeah, and Cam Newton was the MVP. <laughs> yeah, for a, some would argue so Ron along for the ride. Yeah, okay, well, just, some, might, might, some might argue that Dan Quinn's success rate uh, fell off once Shanny left. When Kyle True. left, right, Matt Ryan had his best year with Kyle Shanahan. They matter. went to the Super Bowl. They're, they're he left. Dan Quinn fell off. That's just me. Dan, Look, you, you. I'm just saying. To me, he smacks of Ron Rivera. Similar record, similar resume. Dan, Dan Quinn would have a Lombardi Trophy if it wasn't for Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dan Quinn wasn't part of the defense that couldn't get stops. Kyle. Everyone knows Kyle Shanahan blew that game. Yeah, Dan Quinn gets such a pass on that. Yeah. Never, Doesn't defense never, have to get a stop? But yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I I kind of agree with you, but he never gets played. Right. It's, it's all, all Kyle. on Kyle. Yeah, they kept throwing the ball. I think Vrabel would be successful here, but he, I don't think he's coming here. I think if Patriots open up, he's going there, and it makes all the sense in the world. But I think Vrabel would be a good choice. Yep. I like Mike Vrabel. I think Vrabel would be a good choice anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, But I don't know. I, I don't think he's even – like, I think he's a great coach. I'm not sure he's my number one choice, though. I don't even know if I have a number one. He's a nice option if you don't land Ben Johnson. It's kind of the way I would look at it. I would look at it. 
all of the names that are available, if Ben Johnson takes another job, who do you like? And then he's in a quagmire. Yeah. Well, here's the stop. thing. I'll be Cakes honest. Well, here's the thing. If you're, if they're the, they have the number two pick. In all likelihood, they're going to select a quarterback. Mm-hmm. So why would you pick a defensive coordinator? Like you got to pick an offensive guy. I think to kind of mold and build around whatever quarterback you select. That's fair. I don't know in this instance. But I, I think, think Vrabel's smart enough. It's not like Vrabel was running the offense. Vrabel's smart enough to go out and get of a guy. Of course, he would have a guy. Yeah. But I would think that, like, if, especially, like, if you're ownership, you want to be in direct, you know, uh, communication. You don't want to make sure every, the whole organization's on the same page. Mm-hmm. I just think you want an offensive guy for this particular group, even though, like, five of their seven guys are all defensive, are all guys, defensive yeah. guys. I like Aaron Glenn, too. Um but that's true. The majority of the guys they're interested if in are defensive guys. If you're hire, if you're hiring somebody to fill a role for a company, I just feel like why would why would you limit the candidate search to just the people on the left side of the room? Why are you not? <laughs> oh, you know well, what I mean. You're, you're you limit, should interview those guys. I mean, but I'm just saying is like the the cakes is out there are just <laughs> automatically eliminating mm-hmm. uh, eliminating you if you don't have any kind of. Offensive experience. He's just going with the trend and the statistics right now. Point I would want to the, the offensive coaches. I would want the best guy success. for the job. I, it does. I would want the best guy for the job. I want the guy not that's going to score the, guy, the most points. Not the guy that, to more success. That but the math is on his side right now. The math is on the side of hiring the offensive coordinators. Those are the guys who are getting yeah, their teams you know to else? the playoffs. You're not going to go anywhere if with the 31st, 32nd ranked defense. Yeah. You're not going to go anywhere. You got to you got to improve on both sides. If you want to chime in, eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. You can call us on the MGM National Harbor listener lines. We're the Junkies. Coming right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.